major change at the very top of WVU Athletics. Shane Lyons, West Virginia's athletic director since 2015, is out of the school's top athletics post, and a search has begun to find his replacement. Nick Farrell here on the Golden Blue Nation podcast alongside Ryan Decker. We're brought to you as always by Pritt and Spano, West Virginia's lawyers, your WVLawfirm.com. We have a lot, a lot to unpack from this. We're gonna to try to do that here with you. Deck, we were together Saturday, mm-hmm. rainy, wet, soaked, but happy that West Virginia yeah. had just beat Oklahoma. Two days later, of the university parts ways with Shane Lyons, right. and yeah. then there's a press conference at one o'clock. And I'll tell you what, there was some jubilation in that football facility on Saturday. It did not feel that same way Monday afternoon, roughly 48 hours later. Yeah, no, definitely a different feeling, really just around Morgantown and kind of around WV Sports in general. You were right. I mean, Saturday evening after that rain-soaked West Virginia football win over Oklahoma, the first since joining the Big 12, the first ever at home. I mean, just it, it was all smiles, really, from, from ear to ear from everybody that we saw and we spoke with Saturday, or I'm sorry, Sunday, much of the same way with WV Women's Soccer picking up a big one in the NCAA right. tournament. Shane Lyons was actually at that game, seemed in a great mood. But, of course, big change coming between Sunday into Monday with the official announcement Monday morning. Yeah, if you look back at the recent calendar for West Virginia sports, Don Plitzel-White got her first win as women's basketball coach. Mm-hmm. Bob Huggins thumped Pitt in the backyard brawl by 25 points on the road. Neil Brown is the first coach to beat Oklahoma since Bill Stewart in the 2008 Fiesta Bowl. And the women's soccer team goes back to the NCAA tournament and beats a rival Virginia Tech Sunday. That is a pretty good week. Yeah. But if you look back at the way things have gone over the last several weeks or months before that, you may have felt that a change was coming at some point. Whether if you're a betting man, you had your money on this particular change, well, that's up to you, I guess. We'll talk about the other change that could be coming here in just a little bit, and that, of course, applies to head coach Neil Brown. But first, let's get you caught up on what exactly went down today. This morning, Monday morning, West Virginia announced that it had separated, that it had parted ways with athletic director Shane Lyons after eight years. Gordon Gee released a statement. The president of the university released a statement saying, quote, I deeply appreciate Shane's leadership over the past eight years and I wish him well. But with the ever changing landscape of intercollegiate athletics, I believe this is an opportunity to bring a fresh perspective to our program. Uh, Ever changing landscape, probably indicating things like name, image and likeness, the transfer portal various other things that are different about college athletics than they were in 2015 when Lions uh, took over the post. But I will say that when the interim athletic director, who, by the way, interim athletic director is Rob Alsop, who is a vice vice president at WVU for strategic initiatives. He's the interim AD. He has worked with the athletic department over the past several years, uh, particularly had a role, as we've come come to understand, in COVID protocol Mm -hmm. and COVID planning uh, during the pandemic, shortened football season of 2020. And then last year, we were still in pandemic mode for a little bit as well. Uh, So that's just one of the ways that Alsop has played a role. Uh, He was asked, what does does that mean, ever-changing landscape in college athletics? Deck, what was your takeaway from that comment? Do you have one? Because I certainly do. It was that really the future is very much still unknown, kind of Mm -hmm. like we were maybe when Shane took over back in 2015 where there were still some, you could tell, some big shifts coming with also with how college athletics is consumed, both with streaming platforms digitally uh, as far as social media and things of that nature go. Conference realignment is always a topic of conversation. And that was another, uh, thank you for that. That is really the third thing, name, image, and likeness transfer portal, 
and the latest round of conference realignment, right. which has also coincided quite quite nicely for the Big 12 uh, with a with an improved television contract. Right. But sorry, and, and that, that was the next place I was going to go with a new television contract that appears to have been signed by the Big 12 that should really benefit Big 12 schools, but still a lot that can change. You know, certainly within the Big 12, but the NCAA mm-hmm. as a whole. Uh, I mean, even just as recently as a couple months ago, the transfer portal saw multiple changes with uh, postgraduate transfers being different or, or having different set of circumstances than uh, non-graduate transfers as well. Yeah, so we heard a little bit today about what this process is going to look like to replace Lions, and that's really what we want to discuss in this podcast. But what's next for West Virginia University Athletics? Uh, we're told that a national search has already begun, that it is hopefully, uh, according to Gordon Gee, his statement that he released Monday morning, it is hopefully going to conclude sometime in the next three to four weeks. That's a pretty rapid timeline. The yeah. university is going to work with Turnkey ZRG to conduct, to conduct the nationwide search for the next director of athletics. Uh, that's the same organization, by the way, that helped uh, that helped pinpoint Brett Yormark to be the right. successor of Bob Bowlesby as the Big 12's commissioner. So a strong track record there from that organization and one that could help West Virginia pinpoint its new athletic director in a timely manner. That three to four week timeline clearly coincides with the end of football season. Right. We're going to get into that here in just a minute. Um, but that's the timetable for West Virginia at this point. Alsop has said that he is not a candidate for the job. He and Gordon Gee and others on a search committee will have uh, will will search for the next athletic director, but it's Gee who will ultimately have his say for who he wants. He will make the hire. Gordon Gee will. But I just want to go back to that point about the ever-changing landscape in college athletics. I think that it is worth mentioning that Shane Lyons has been at the forefront of many of those changes through his various roles throughout the intercollegiate athletics landscape. We're talking about a guy who's the chair of the Division I Council since 2018 mm-hmm. and has also served on the Football Oversight Committee. Lyons is a West Virginia guy, yes, but he is also one of the most respected people in his trade. Right. And the university is saying, it is in, in this ever-changing landscape, it feels it needs to go in a different direction. Um, I'm, it's interesting. I'll be honest. I'm I'm stuck on that. I yeah. am. I am. I'm stuck on that. And so I'm I'm very intrigued in how that's gonna how that's gonna play out over the next four weeks. It, because I think that it, if you're gonna step away from Shane Lyons, it has to be somebody who has a better track record, right? right. I mean, Which is gonna be hard to come by. I just don't. I, I don't know. Right. I mean, uh, and, right. And so to that point, I mean, think of the pedigree that he had coming from Alabama. It's not like he was coming from Jacksonville State or, right. or Jackson State. Had right? worked with the ACC for for a period right. of time. Was the deputy director of athletics at Alabama from 11 through 15, yeah. I think. I mean, <laughs> that's a program that won national championships. Yeah, doing pretty well under Nick Saban in football. Yeah. Right. And it, I know West Virginia hasn't won national titles. I know that we heard a lot today about wins and losses, being disappointed right. in wins and losses. Well, let, let's be clear. You're not disappointed in wins. You're disappointed in the lack of wins. It's You're true. disappointed in the losses, right? And the only team that's really losing right now is the football team that's four and six and is coming off a victory over Oklahoma, right? So right. Let's, just, let's just cut through the politicking when it comes to this, yeah. right? They're stepping away from a guy who has an impressive track record and is a West Virginia guy. And then they're going to make another decision where the new athletic director is going to come in and get to make other decisions about other coaches. Right. right. That, that's where we stand at this point. Yeah, exactly right. So, I mean, just 
kind of on Shane Lyons and his pedigree, I mean, he was a guy that while at Alabama, it was pretty well known if, especially for the football team, if Bama needed points, all he had to do was walk into the radio booth and they scored a touchdown. It, it was like this mythical thing, which I also experienced firsthand. I didn't really know about this. Dave. Yes, so yeah. that, that's a big myth of, around Shane Lyons, and I experienced that firsthand at the NCAA baseball tournament in 2017 when huh. West Virginia went. Walked into the student radio booth that I was in, and boom, West Virginia scored three runs against Maryland. Wow. It was, I mean, huh. it that, was that's amazing. Goosebumps I when it happened, that. goosebumps now talking about it. So it, it, huh. it was a very. Wow. It was like it was like a myth becoming reality, so to speak. But anyways, going back to the uh, the timeline sort of thing, yeah, three to four weeks, a very accelerated timeline. Three weeks, just for some reference here, that will take us through the end of the college football regular season. December fifth, three weeks from today, Monday, is the official opening of the transfer portal window that mm-hmm. college athletics now has December 5th. Now, that's a 45- to 60-day window that kids have. We're already seeing some transfer portal news right. for WU today. Four weeks after that, you'd be a month, or I'm sorry, a week into that window and a lot closer to National Signing Day. So those are two key dates that Very West Virginia points. and yep. all college athletics programs have coming up on their schedule. And hence the expedited exactly. plan to, to try to get a new athletic director. And so again, hit me with those again. Transfer portal window opens. December 5th. First week of December. Yep. And then right before Christmas, December 21st is the early signing window. And it's called the early signing window. But over the last few years, we've really seen a shift where the majority right. of guys are going to sign in that window, uh, whether they are transfer guys or, or true right. traditional, I guess you could say, prep recruits. It, especially for a program like West Virginia, who... Uh, fact of the matter is, is not competing for top 50 recruits you know, year in and year out. Yep. Those top 50 guys, they're still going to wait further along in that process. The three- and four-star commits that West Virginia always hopes to attain with, with a five-star in there as well, those are the guys who are now signing in December. So the, December, after this three- to four-week window, becomes really big for WVO. Right, so that's why West Virginia is trying to move quickly with this change trying to conduct a national search and hope to have it wrapped up sometime in the next month. That's according to Rob Alsop, the interim director of athletics at WVU. So now here's the other question that was posed to Alsop and was addressed by Dr. D in his statement this morning. What about Neil Brown? Right. What's next for him? Because that is that is the one we've heard a number of times. We are disappointed in the wins and the losses, right? I can't tell you how many times I've read or heard that today. When, when you think about wins and losses, you have to look immediately to the football team that has had two losing seasons under Neil Brown in his first three years and is well on track, though that's not a certainty. West Virginia could win two more and get to 500, right. but is on track right now for a third losing season in four years. Here's the statement from Gordon Gee about Neil Brown. Quote, we're supporting Coach Neil Brown and our team as we complete our season over the next few weeks. We are aware that there are some deficiencies, but we have not given up on the coach and the team, and they have not given up on each other. The evaluation of the football program will be the first task of our new athletic director, and no changes will be made until that review has been completed. So a couple of things there. Uh, Alsop was particularly enthused about West Virginia's win over Oklahoma, which again, Deck, the timing of some of this just seems a little odd because... The teams have been winning this week, and the win over Oklahoma is a historic one, first time ever in the Big 12. So clearly the message is Coach Brown and his staff still have the support of folks like the interim athletic director Mm -hmm. and the president of the university. But it has also been made clear that the new athletic director will will examine the athletic department as a whole 
and take a long-term, view it through a long-term lens. Right. Where do we go from here? If there are to be any other changes to the football coaching staff or just generally any coaching staff on campus, it will be the new director of athletics who will make those calls. Right. Yeah, that's exactly right. And so, you know, further on the, the football note, Rob Alsop, he, he spoke about that, of course, was asked about that during his press conference. And this is basically what he had to say, kind of reiterating in a way what Gordon Gee had said in his statement. Alsop said, quote, I know there will be some speculation that this is the first shoe of two shoes to drop, and I just want to disavow that. This is an independent decision, and I'll go about it this way. He kind of sidestep talking about the right. players for a second. Those kids have not given up on each other this or this season, and they have not given up on their coaches, and neither have we. We have not given up on our head coach, our assistant coaches, or those players. So certainly, as, as you just said, and Gordon Gia said as well, the, the backing of the higher-ups at WVU certainly there right now, but ultimately, as both said, It'll be the new athletic director's call, whoever he or she may be, as to what happens to the future of that program and all programs. So Shane Lyons, Neil Brown, their fates, as Alsop put it, not directly intertwined. But the next guy or gal who comes in will determine the fate of Coach Brown, his staff, and again, just generally any other coach on campus. We know that this won't be the end. There's going to be a new director of athletics here sometime in the next month. There could potentially be more news to come even after that. So we invite you to stick with us, goldenbluenation.com, for complete coverage as this story unfolds. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll introduce you to the interim athletic director, Rob Alsop, and listen into his introductory press conference in that role. But first, a quick word from our sponsors. Pritt and Spano, West Virginia's lawyers. Unexpected hurdle? Pritt and Spano. Unseen circumstance? Pritt and Spano. Personal injury, criminal law, flash wills, family law. You need a firm that will be with you through it all. Pritt and Spano. Their passionate team will employ their resources and unique perspectives to deliver the most effective representation. When you find yourself in need, turn to those who will fight for you. Pritt and Spano. West Virginia's lawyers. Find them at yourwvlawfirm.com. Golden Blue Nation podcast continues, presented by Pritt and Spano, West Virginia's lawyers, yourwvlawfirm.com. We've paraphrased and quoted some of the things that have been said today by Gordon Gee, university president, and Rob Alsop, interim athletic director at WVU. But why don't we listen in briefly to a couple of comments Alsop made today during his press conference following the parting of ways between West Virginia and director of athletics Shane Lyons. I've been involved in some of the major planning for athletics, from capital projects to navigating through COVID and the decisions we had to make through that, and also involved in supporting um, working with our partner in Learfield. I've got a working familiarity with the athletic department and with the help of our dedicated staff. I'm confident we'll continue the forward momentum over the next few weeks as we complete our search. I also want to hit on a couple of other thoughts. Um, No one has any position forever. I have my dream job, and hopefully it's not too soon, but sometime, someday, someone will take my position. Um, I hope that they'll celebrate all of the good things that I have done, but they'll also take an opportunity to see the world a little bit differently and see how they can improve upon the strong foundation I've built. I think that description is apt here. We have a strong tradition in the WVU Athletic Department, and Shane certainly built on that. He is a good friend, um, a great man, and he was a good leader for our athletics department. I'm grateful for my friendship with Shane and all he did to elevate WVU Athletics. Again, my goal is to prepare the path for our new athletic director to take our strong foundation and build on it. 
Make no mistake, armed with the great history that WVU has, all of our great facilities, our student athletes, our coaches, and our conference, and importantly, the terrific new deal that our leader, Brett Yormark, has negotiated, this will be a sought-after job, and I am confident we will find a terrific candidate to be our new leader. Finally, I know that our alumni, students, and fans would prefer to see different numbers in wins and losses. All of us are committed to making sure that we are successful both on and off the field. I like to win. I like to succeed. Whether it's Rhodes Scholars, Truman Scholars, GPA, graduation rates, helping with the state and with athletics, we like to succeed. We want to be driven and we'll continue to work towards that goal. I want to note that our student athletes are some of our brightest students we have on campus. As a department, our students have maintained a 10-year GPA streak with greater than 3.0 average and 341. West Virginia University student athletes appeared on the Big 12 conferences Fall 21 Commissioner's Honor Roll, and 40, 84, excuse me, 84 of those Mountaineers recorded a 4.0 GPA. That's something to celebrate. So we may remain committed to making sure that we have a culture of driven leadership and a competitive spirit that leads us to success and achievement here at WVU. We will ensure that our students have a wonderful learning experience and become better prepared for their life's purpose. That's Rob Alsop, the Interim Director of Athletics at WVU. Just to tie up a couple of quick knots, Alsop says he is not going to be a candidate for the job. He is going to be part of the search committee to find the next director of athletics, but will not be a candidate for the position itself. Uh, So let's wrap with this deck. I think that this is something that is worth attention at this point. After eight years, Shane Lyons has left West Virginia University, but has also left a legacy behind. And as you just heard from Alsop, that's something that... A couple of people have noted today, right, that that Lions, no job is forever. Lions did a lot of great things at WVU, and the hope is whoever comes next is going to take those things and continue to do even better things. Uh, for me, Lions' legacy lies in the facilities at WVU. Right. I think that was his mission, at least as of the second half of his eight-year tenure, that was his mission, to make West Virginia more attractive from a f- facilities perspective, because that would make all athletic programs more attractive destinations when it comes to recruiting. And that's exactly what happened. He launched the Climbing Higher campaign about four or five years ago. That was pre-pandemic. The world was totally different. Mm -hmm. But many of those plans came through. $55 million renovation to the push car complex. That's now one of the best facilities in the Big 12, maybe one of the better ones in all of college football. It looks like a completely new facility. And I know for a fact that a lot of players and coaches over there love it at the, uh, over at the football facility. Also, the $45 million track and aquatic center at Milan Park. That's one that maybe is often forgotten about because it's tucked away up in Milan Park. But the aquatic center is beautiful, mm-hmm. has hosted multiple championships. And, of course, the track facility is great when you have a star like Kaylee McCabe, who's now, what, a two-time NCAA regional champion cross-country uh, is is likely going to be a national champion, or at least that's the hope that she's right. going to be a national champion at some point in her career at West Virginia. Then there's the $10 million Athletic Performance Center for Olympic sports teams that's right next to the WVU Coliseum. That is the most recent of the new facilities, recent to open, that is. Uh, a great facility for teams like rifle and rowing and men's and women's soccer and golf. All of them use that for training, for practicing, and things of that nature. And then also the various improvements at the Coliseum, new seats, 
new video board, among other things. Right. Uh, just just opened uh, the Club 35 there on yeah. floor level. I mean, the Coliseum. Sweet. Every year there was something new in the Coliseum for basketball fans when they would come back. So to, to me, Deck, that's where Lions' legacy lies. And I think that that's the way to leave a lasting legacy because those facilities are – I know that things change more rapidly than ever before. Right. And stadiums become outdated and facilities become outdated very quickly. But West Virginia is in a good spot at this point in terms of those facilities and the quality of them. Yeah, and certainly one thing that you didn't mention was he, at least at the very latter stages, helped oversee the opening of Mon County Ballpark. You know, oh, Oliver, Oliver Luck did very a lot of that groundwork and you know was here for a lot of that, but he oversaw the completion of that project, and that of course has turned out to be a big, uh, a big get you could Absolutely. say for WVU. Love that phrase. You know I love that phrase. A big, big get. get. Yes. Yeah, especially when we're talking recruiting. Everything's <laughs> a big get, you know? Big get. Big get. But, you know, I, I think the other thing, we kind of talked about this earlier, maybe his legacy for WVU, and this will be something that it remains to be seen with what happens with West Virginia and I guess the Big 12 Conference while well moving forward. With Lions being on all those committees, he gave a school like West Virginia a voice where normally mm. it's SEC and Big yeah. Ten and those power pack, uh, power pack 12, I should say, schools dominating those conversations. It, Shane Lyons was a voice for schools like West Virginia and similar schools who they're in these larger conferences and they're kind of, to use a, a phrase that Rob Alsop said, kind of hitting above your weight class a little bit right. when trying to compete with those schools. That's really big for West Virginia who financially, even in the best of times, doesn't have the resources like in Oklahoma, like of Texas and Alabama. So for Shane Lyons to be able to give West Virginia and schools like West Virginia a voice in those conversations, that's big as well. And I think he'll continue to do that. It's a story that I know a lot of fans are going to continue to be plugged into here over the next months. Right. What will happen next? We've outlined the search process now. We wait and see. And it's very likely that we're going to get our answer or answers about the future of WVU athletics here very, very soon. That's a wrap on this edition of the Golden Blue Nation podcast. We invite you to stick with our coverage at goldenbluenation.com and on the free Golden Blue Nation app, which is available on Apple and Android smart devices. If you enjoyed this episode of the Golden Blue Nation podcast, please subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. We're available on Apple, Spotify, Google, and Amazon Music. Typically, we publish publish post-game reaction shows through the podcast. So uh, we'll be we'll be back on Saturday after West Virginia takes on Kansas State on the gridiron to recap that game through our audio post-game show right here on the Golden Blue Nation podcast. For Ryan Decker, I'm Nick Farrell saying so long and thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time on the Golden Blue Nation podcast brought to you as always by Pritt and Spano, West Virginia's lawyers, yourwvlawfirm.com.